I don't know where to start. What? Just <laughs> welcome to the Dream Resort. Oh, you want to do it? His name is yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, I normally do that here. Um, this is the show where we talk about things that all um, things Disney. Right. Uh, yeah, Supreme Resort, everybody. Uh, we are. It's a podcast about Disneyland, Disney World, which is better. Uh, every episode, we're going to explore different things, and then we're going to decide which is better, Disneyland or Disney World. Is that Disney. right? Yep. I okay. think that's what I was told. Yeah, when when okay. I signed the the waivers. <laughs> Great. Right. My lawyer's still working on it. But okay. Um, so those voices you're hearing, uh, one of them, the latter, is Dan from Dan Hates the Beatles. Hey, Dan. Hi, I'm Dan. I hate the Beatles, but I love it when people that need to get mental health get mental health. Yay. Oh. <laughs> uh, and from Concy Ears, one Mr. Eric. Hey, I'm Eric, and I always have trouble with distinguishing between the former and the latter. I it it just it it's not automatic to me. I Think of it this I way. I don't get it. The latter, like not like a climb, but rather latter, like later. So it's sooner or later or former latter. Or so, you can so think the of latter, latter, latter day stains. Stains, <laughs> yes. yes. Latter day stains. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I usually start with former. I'm like, okay, former is older. So that means latter must be newer. Yeah. Is that right? That's is right. That right. Why is everybody staring at me? um which is messed up it is it is quite uh but the best way to learn english is to learn another language it's the best way for you to fully understand and appreciate your language especially a latin language like french or spanish because you get to know the roots of several of our words did you know Hmm. the word and it works the other way around too by the way like we have croissants and uh did you know the word in french for shampoo is shampooing. What? Yeah. And the word in French for weekend, le weekend. <laughs> wow. It's true. These are all facts that I learned in Paris, France. Eric, if mm. you want the uh, Jimmy Explains the d- Differences in Things music, I'll get it to you. Yes, okay. Please. Yes. <laughs> and, or, these are really more similarities. Like, uh, right, right. You want to go do some shopping? In France, it's fair do shopping. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what I would like to learn is Esperanto. I mean, I hear it's it's a, it was supposed to be the international language of the future in the past. And that kind of uh, makes it kind of cool. Like, why haven't the millennials picked up on Esperanto? I think you can get it on the border. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm really happy. Are we referencing chain chain Mexican restaurants now. Uh we haven't gotten to our sponsors yet. <laughs> I I'm really happy but also kind of sad that hipsters didn't continue as for much longer because I really feel like you know the next step would have been buckled hats and like Esperanto. Right. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's adopt Esperanto. Pilgrim Customs and uh... <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna stop there because I was gonna go to a real dark place. Um, I, I crust made out of like uh, pork rinds, you know. Mm, sounds mm. good. So, what do you think, guys? Should we get started? Nah, let's just let's just have this be the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay. Welcome hey, guys. Guys, we have <laughs> feedback. We should. We should release Wait. this as a very annual pass holders. <laughs> Let's see how that, it goes. That would, that would get us through the quota of annual pass holders that we've been contractually obligated to release. That's we right. just release other shows under yeah. that name. Exactly. Like anybody yeah. cares. Just um, Come on. <laughs> so we have some feedback, guys. Mm. You ready for this? Uh, this I'm feedback is from back. Slow, slow WC. That might be a slow water closet, which uh, mm. for those of you who don't know, a water closet in Europe <laughs> is a bathroom. Was das WC? There we go. That's German language. Good job. This is a language podcast. What's the, what's that phrase Welcome in English? Welcome to language podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Rosetta Zone, the Rosetta Stone, the podcast. Um, all right, so, so you know, Jimmy is the one with a deadline, <laughs> <laughs> and I keep trying to give you the GD feedback. Uh, okay, go. Okay, please. Uh, it's entitled "I Still Haven't Gotten Over the Haunted Mansion Episode." Mm-hmm. Come for yeah, the thought from Disney. <laughs> Come for the Disney thought or for the thoughtful Disney Park commentary and stay for past show corrections. Jimmy has Rain Man level knowledge of both parks. Dan <laughs> is unapologetically biased towards Disneyland, while Jeremy offers fervent scorch earth defense of all things Disney World. Eric <laughs> is a great new addition, too. Ooh. All the co hosts are sincere and unironic. Oh, wait, sorry. This is an old one. <laughs> uh, unironic in their discussions, yet wonderfully self-aware of the absurdity that they are grown men arguing over the merits of a theme park, rides designed to amuse children. Highly wait, recommended. Wait, five wait, stars. Wait a minute. I've never thought about that before. No? Okay, I, think that I, I, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, broke through the wall. Dan's done. To, to borrow from yeah, there's a Dan shaped hole on the wall. I mean, the speed ramp. I don't get it. <laughs> We're not really descending up from the afterlife, are we? Yeah, to borrow from another show, I was going to originally title this uh, the show hosted by two childless men and one man child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm the man child. Okay, so are you guys ready for our new segment? Hmm? Yeah, let's do it. Our new segment is called, play that music, Dan's Mailbag of Mail. (laughs) This is the segment where Dan will read anything you send and will answer any questions you may have, etc. So, Dan, do we have any mail in your Dan's Mailbag of Mail? We do. So here's the deal. If you want to send a mailbag to my bag of mail, what? Uh, it's, <laughs> yeah, you got that right. Great. Jimmy knows my email address better than I do, and he'll give it to you at some point. So if you if we don't have uh, mail questions, I will just talk about Perry. It's a thread. So here we oh, go. Dang. From Sean, which resort has the best Easter eggs or hidden Mickey's? Ooh, Eric, you hmm. take that one. Oh no, um, best Easter eggs or hidden Mickey's. I can't think of, uh, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure off the top of my head. I, I, I got it. I got it. Okay. I, I, I got vapor lock here. Gator world. Yeah. So, um, turkey legs, love them or hate them? 
Well, wait, we got to answer the, the Easter egg thing. Like I, I, I want to say it's a tie because you can go to any one of the parks and it's, it's harder when you're talking about six us based theme parks. It's easier if you were going to say Disneyland versus magic kingdom. Right. Um, but, but because there's so many hidden Mickey's like there's a, there's a hidden Mickey in the, the sewer clean out in animal kingdom, just outside of Harambe, like those little things like that. Right. No, you see, I was thinking of like resort hotels, not the, which, you know, East coast versus West coast with, you know, Disneyland resort versus Walt Disney world resort. Oh yeah. I would say it's a tie if that's the question. Okay. Okay. Um, Turkey legs, love them or hate them. I love them. Love them. I don't mind them. Mm, Gotta be in the right the right option. mood to walk around with like a handful of like hot fat dripping down mm, onto my elbow um, all the time. Mm, yeah, mm. It sounds like an all all the time thing. Yeah, it, personally, I I do prefer the 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 pork shank that they have at uh, the Magic Kingdom in Walt Disney World. Okay. The pork shank and um, the so I have a follow up question: churros or turkey legs? Turkey legs, churros. Mm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going churros on that one. I'll break that tie. Well, churros I mean, get a I, point. If I lived in a world where, um, hold on, they get a point. We can do that. If blood sugar, wait, we both agreed not, on that one. <laughs> That's a good blood point. Sugar were not an issue at all. I would probably go churros. However, half a churro and it's sleepy time, so turkey leg for me. Okay, uh, um, and. We can give it some more thought, and maybe you share these in advance of this uh, segment, so we can nope. give it more thoughtful. No, nope. all right. Great. I don't think that's 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 certainly. I the agree. Better. I agree. Mm, I don't know. We'll see. I like the, I like it like this, but a little bit better, I think. What's your breakfast routine? Quick grab and go, or full sit down? Oh, like, probably at the parks, right? Well, I don't know. For me, I've found that just you know some fruit and like. A clean protein source like uh, eggs or cheese is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, honestly, though, for Disney trips, I this is probably disgusting, but it's not going to be surprising. And it's not even that big of a reveal. Uh, McDonald's breakfast and Disneyland go hand in hand for me. Mm, like mm. on the way. On the way or you get there a little bit early and you'd go to the McDonald's that's like always a, a like a crime scene across the street. <laughs> yeah. Been <laughs> it's there. It's part of the fun. One time we went to Mimi's cafe. Mm. Remember that? Went to Mimi's across from Disneyland that time. And Mimi herself was there and she fed she us. Was. Wee wee. She was. Oh, I missed um, out. Do you know what they call Mimi's cafe in France? Mimi's cafe. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't, they don't have them there. <laughs> Le Mimi. I, I'm a grab and go type, especially in the parks. Uh, like you said, usually most of the resort hotels you're going to stay in will have like a little cheese plate or something that, you know, in the refrigerator prepackaged section. Like you said, good protein, some fruit, and then sit down. F- rarely a table service, usually a counter service for like lunch and dinner. I personally. I'm, I'm more on the. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, yeah, it, was, it was your turn. No, no, you go. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. No, no, you I, hang I, up. I personally don't – I've never understood people who go to Disneyland and eat breakfast like after it opens. Mm. It's like mm. what are you – how how must the rest of your life be if this is what you're doing with this moment? Okay. Yeah. So I'm that person. Oh, okay. So I'm that, I'm that person. <laughs> let, let me explain. Okay. Because for me, 
I really enjoy having been to Disneyland enough where I don't need to just like get in there and, uh, and go yeah. on Peter Pan's flight while the wait is only 45 minutes. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to Disneyland. I like to hit up Jolly Holiday Cafe and uh, or bakery and sit there and eat my morning my morning meal and a cu- and enjoy a cup of coffee while I watch all the people running like yes. full out trying to get to places. Take a picture in front of the castle. We got to get to Space Mountain now. So I love it. I have a follow up question for you. What's it like to have object permanence? (laughs) (laughs) Because that is clearly that makes so much more sense. (laughs) It's true. It does. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So uh, anything else? Uh, I don't know. Do you want more? I think we can uh, move on. I think we can move on. We, we, we save them for the next show. What the segment is quite yet. We're working on it. Yeah. Great uh, question, but, Sean. But uh, the uh, grab and go breakfast gets a point. Okay, hold on. Pirate Island <laughs> We'll explain that one too. Yeah. So uh, time for past show corrections uh, from the, uh, what was it? Um, the Rapids ride. We said that the DCA icon was Grizzly Peak. And that was, in fact, I think one of the, the features or, or points about the Grizzly Peak is it was the park icon. No longer, according to the Disneyland app, it is Mickey's Wheel of Death. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you have seen it on a lot more of the, I, I guess, the promotional materials. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes sense. There you have it. Uh, that's all I've got. For now, I'm sure I will listen back and get many, many more. Um, uh, today, I want to recognize our show partner in Concy Ears. You can now plan trips to Disney parks, guys. Uh, something I wanted to share on a personal level, because I am going to uh, Orlando to Disney World in mid-September. And we are annual pass holders and we do our thing. We're staying at Swan and Dolphin that I, you know, whatever. So and then I got thinking about it. It's like, why don't I use uh, concierge for this? And we're going to book some dining reservations. And I understood and I see that they do all of it, right? You've heard it, heard us say it, that they'll book everything for you. You don't have to think about it. They'll do everything, including reservations and whatever. Uh, so I reached out to our friends at concierge and, and uh, Eric specifically. And I said, should I book my dining on the app or should I have concierge do it because you get a financial benefit from it. If I'm going to do it anyway, you may as well get some money out of it. And he says, yes, you can book through concierge, but we don't get any financial benefit. So what was really cool about that is that they'll book your entire vacation, but they're really not getting paid. We're not getting paid anything for anything outside of a a resort hotel or tickets. Is that right? That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So special event tickets count, but but yeah, yeah. And I you shared some other things that I, I won't go into, but I think the main thing is not only the takeaway is you can book everything through concierge, but they'll even do it if they're not getting paid for it, and that's not true of many of these uh, travel partners or travel planners. Um, so I thought that was really neat. So thank you, concierge, for that. And what's going on? What's the latest? What's happening? You guys must be busy. Uh, yeah, we we are. We're we're getting busy as. Uh, n- new reservations are starting to ramp up 2021 has been open for a while uh walt disney world 2020 reservations have been open for a few weeks now people can get tickets again people are starting to see how things are going in the parks and they're uh, feeling 
pretty okay about it. So yeah, we're starting to starting to to get back up there. Disneyland obviously not open at this time. Yeah, no real date yet, right? Correct. Yeah, we haven't heard anything specific yet. So at Disney World, we we kind of for funsies because that's the kind of people we are. We'll look in the Disney World app from time to time just to look at wait times, and more often than not, Animal Kingdom. Uh, the flight of passage, which is inevitably between 180, well, 120 and 180 minutes at any given time, I have seen no longer than 20 minutes at any time. Um, yeah, Jeremy was is- there. He was he was on the 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 Quarantiki show on Saturday, saying that he it was 15 minute wait times all day the last time he was at Animal Kingdom. Wow, it's crazy. But they're allowing some more um, annual pass holders, and so I think the capacity is increasing a little bit because you know Magic Kingdom, you're you're seeing 45 minute waits for stuff, and and I think maybe it's because they're cleaning more or because the lines are so spaced out because you're keeping six people six feet apart. But I'm really curious to go in September to see what actually happens and they reduced uh, hours since I booked my tickets and my park reservations like animal kingdom was open from eight to six and now it's like nine to five. Well, I hope yeah, that's right. They did change just yet recently. Yeah. I hope that you called them and insisted that they give you some kind of compensation for your time. Well, I did ask the the manager what good, they had good. to say. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, we got but some. Did free- you demand that the manager give you an answer? I did. I did. did oh, you tell good. Them, uh, good. Did you tell them that you've worked in customer service for years and this is the worst customer service you've ever experienced? All of the above. Okay, good. Any <laughs> any potential answer you have? The answer is yes. <laughs> Um, today's episode is also supported by Aikido of San Diego. It's a community dedicated exclusively to the martial art of Aikido since 2000. Chief instructor Dave Goldberg sensei Aikido begins with we are one. It's a martial arts form, a principle, a principle that's rooted in unity and a positive way to engage conflict and life. It's what the world needs now. Am I right? Mm hmm. Um, are you ready for a big yes in life? Training is active, fun, and life-affirming in every way. We hold classes three to four days a week for adults and mature teens. So Mondays and Wednesdays right now, they're kind of working with uh, you know new world in mind. Monday to Wednesdays, they have outdoor classes. Tuesdays and Thursdays are online. So check out Aikido of San Diego or wherever you might find Aikido near you. Yeah. I'm thinking with the We Are One, this is a direct a direct link to Disney's Animal Kingdom with the Rivers of Light show. Mm-hmm. Tell them the about the theme of We Are One. There we go, and it's closed forever. <laughs> I thought you were giving news because it's no longer operating. It is no, it will not operate again. Well, listen to it on Spectra Radio then. We are one. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a if that's a good song. It's a pretty bad show. Um, <laughs> and also primeval whirl has gone forever there's there's quite a bit of sadness around the disney world that's gone forever Jimmy, you, you say that just like it's nothing well I'm we sorry. still have goofy's sky school which was oh, okay never mind <laughs> that is true not to be mistaken with the barnstormer featuring the great goofini no which is not a um it's not a wild mouse coaster at all Mm-mm. nope and it's pretty great Theme last theme fantastic. <laughs> Lasts longer than gadgets. <laughs> okay, so uh, today's <laughs> episode 
is the case of the islands pirate's lair v tom sawyer now as you probably would have guessed from those little teaser sounds we got mm-hmm. um, they already got it yep you already you already knew what this was going to be <laughs> don't know why i even announced what the show was going to be because you already knew uh so official name pirate's lair at tom sawyer's island is that correct yes and tom sawyer's island which is better so Technically, the Pirate's Lair of Tom Sawyer's Island came first. Technically. Mm. Um, mm. So we're going to leave it in that order. So Eric is going to argue that the Tom Sawyer's Island at Disneyland featuring a Pirate's Lair is the best island. And I'm going to argue for Tom Sawyer's Island. And Dan is going to judge us on our island thinking jigs. Thinky-ma-jigs. Yeah, and rather so, than rather than just going in blind this time, I think we've kind of established that the judge, it's it's fair for the judge to step in and say like, hey, so this is kind of my dilemma. I'm genuinely torn between these two. I grew up with Tom Sawyer's Island at Disneyland. I have a lot of fond memories about it. I've done homework on it because I'm, I'm that guy. Yeah. Um, now, to and- be clear for the listener... You've done homework whilst on the island. You have not done homework on the island like Eric and I have. Probably both, <laughs> but yes, that was my intent. And um, so, and it's it's been a part of my life. I have a lot of nostalgia and and, and good feelings for it. However, the island at Magic Kingdom. Every time I go to it, I am like just overwhelmed with wonder by like all the differences and the caves and everything. So mm-hmm. I wonder if, if I wonder if it's a situation where I can have a favorite, but still have a, another thing be objectively better, which mm. I, I would be able to identify. I think there you go. Cause you don't have quite the level of emotion as you might for say Haunted mansion. Right, exactly. Perhaps. We'll see. We'll see. Let's find out. <laughs> I, I do genuinely love them both, but but Disneyland, it's got that nostalgia factor that, you know, I, I think can be overcome. Okay. Uh, well, let's see, because uh, I, I think as we've as the show has evolved, it's a little less combative, a little bit more conversational because for all the reasons, right? Because I have really great things to say about Tom Sawyer Island at Disneyland. Um, but yeah, trying to be as objective as possible. So um, to that end, Eric is going to argue first because he uh, is taking Tom Sawyer's Island, which opened technically in 1956. I will be taking the Magic Kingdom open 1973. If the Disneyland Island gets a point, you will hear this sound. Island, Island, yep. And you guys all know what that means and what mm-hmm. that references. So uh, we'll just move on. Yeah. Uh, Unless, Eric, you want to explain what that means. That's a deep cut from 2012's uh, Jake and the Neverland Pirates album. Mm. Yeah, Pirate Island Hideout, as you could guess from the chorus. Yeah, that's a, that's very appropriate, Eric. And I'm glad you had uh, access to that. And uh, we'll remind the listeners you have no children. Okay. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so if... Tom Sawyer, no judgment at all. I love you. It's uh, called Apple Music, okay? It's not like I have a pile of Disney CDs at home. <clears throat> yeah, sure. Um, so if Tom Sawyer's Island gets a point, you will hear this sound. All 
Or some version of it. Or some variation of that, which of <laughs> course is Tom Sawyer by Rush. He's Tom Sawyer, he gets high yeah. on you. And the- Tom Sawyer. Um. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eric, we'll let you take it away. Go ahead, explain. Uh, give us an overview of the Pirate's Lair on Tom Sawyer's Island. All right. In the northwest corner of Disneyland ni- lies an area designed by Walt himself. As part of the $1.5 million expansion of the park just a year after it was built, Walt wanted an island to be built just for fun. Walt Disney intended to give children an area in which they could run free, playing on, in, and around structures that only the lax safety codes of the 1950s would ever allow. Dissatisfied with the initial drawings, Walt took pen to paper and sketched out a three-acre parcel, roughly the shape of a dog bone. Walt's yeah, initial true. vision... yeah. Walt's initial vision included a Mickey Mouse Island where Mickey Mouse Club could be filmed or maybe just a location for uh, scale model reproductions of famous American buildings like Mount Vernon and West Point. Mm. Walt settled on an interpretation of Jackson's Island in Hannibal, Missouri, the inspiration for Huckleberry Finn and Tom Sawyer's adventures. And Walt was the one who did it. Walt! Sorry, I want to go back just a little bit because I've been sitting here thinking if this does deserve a point or not. And lack safety codes. Oh, yeah. Well, you could give a point to everything Disney opened in 1950s (laughs) for that reason. Yeah, but this is like it's it's an ocean nightmare surrounded by drowning. It's true. (laughs) It's true. It's designed to allow children to run free and wild (laughs) because... As the old saying goes, let the children run free and wild. That is what they say. uh, Whitney Houston, right? (laughs) Yes. Yes. I thought it was Wilford Brimley. (laughs) Too soon. R.I.P. Rip Wilford Brimley. Anyway. Do you think he died of diabetes? (laughs) It would be, I don't know, it would be ironic, I guess. I don't know. D- did he? Uh, I I don't know. I mean, we don't know that. <laughs> is okay. Is <laughs> is there cockfighting in heaven? I just hope. <laughs> oh, R.I.P. And is it dia- <laughs> is it diabetes? Oh, <laughs> am I pronouncing that right? <clears throat> I'm. You know, you have a deadline. You need to be going somewhere. Tom Sawyer Island <laughs> opened, and, in and the then Magic they put Kingdom. some pirates on that island. <laughs> oh, go ahead. <laughs> So the change to Pirate's Lair was a thinly veiled reaction to the popularity of Pirates of the Caribbean movies, but Disney Imagineers constructed a tale around Huck and Tom imagining the whole thing. Sure, there are plenty of piratey things to see and even a few direct references to the mostly successful series of films, but the lines blur in a few places, as I shall demonstrate. Hmm. Pirate's Lair remains one of the hidden highlights of a Disneyland trip. Yes, Walt touched it, but... You know, yeah, okay, add it to the Walt list. It's it's a Walt thing. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, despite the changes in recent years, this island is worth the trip across the rivers of America. Step off that raft into a new world where interactivity and roaming still reign supreme. And bring your homework. Get supreme. Oh. 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 Supreme Island. So... <laughs> Okay, so can you, just for my own information, you're saying the story is that all the pirate activity that's happening on that island are in Tom and Huck's fantasy? Indeed. That is the official byline 
when the island reopened uh, was that they imagined the whole thing. And I, 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 I literally will talk about that later, unless you want me to talk about no, it. No, no, you're fine. I just, I was yeah, curious okay. and I just wanted to get clarification. Now, Dan, what is the sound for when a point gets removed for ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> imaginary wow. stories? Oh. I what that would be, but um, uh, I think, you know, once a point given, then point yeah. stay given thing. Yeah, it stays given. Uh, all right, great. So that is your overview or do you have more? No, that's all of it. Okay. Uh, so Tom Sawyer Island, called Tom Sawyer Island, uh, opened in the Magic Kingdom in 1973. Wait, there's uh, no like colon in there like Tom Sawyer Island. Colon, the Tom Sawyer Island adventure. Ooh. Ooh. If Good only. Boy. No, the adventure is you know with what, you. Oh, no. <clears throat> um, because it's been around so long and it doesn't have a colon. It, like, that's <laughs> actually very impressive. Because, guys, colon, you won't survive. <laughs> okay, anyway. Okay. <laughs> uh, open until dusk. Tom Sawyer Island is one big playground for all kids. Accessible by raft, the island is a walkthrough attraction. This is a great haven to unwind where adults can sit on rocking chairs and watch the hustle and bustle of the Magic Kingdom across the rivers of America while relaxing amidst the shade of the great oaks, pines, red maples, elms, and sycamores. Tom Sawyer Island offers also offers a place for kids to let off steam as they wander through the caves and play in Fort Langhorn. More on that later. Families can cross the barrel bridge and explore the working water wheel, follow the dirt paths, and then rest on benches found scattered throughout. That's the overview. Okay. So it sounds like just from the between the two, and I don't know that a point will come out of this, but just to clarify, if we're going to compare the two, like what does one do better than the other, than the other one? Like Tom Sawyer's Island at Disneyland is more of a like active kid sort of thing. I mean, the whole family of course can do it, but it's kind of geared towards letting old Dakota run, run his, his zoomies off. Right. But, and then like uh, <laughs> uh, the magic kingdom, it's more like uh, relaxation while the kids run wild. I, I would argue that they're probably both ticking the same boxes and Eric, you right. can, you can correct me no, if I'm wrong. I, I think they kind of I, both I would agree the with same that. Box. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think just because of the size though, I think that the magic kingdom kind of does the re- relaxation and slightly better. And uh, I, don't know, I don't think that that's a point necessarily. It's just an observation. Yeah. Cause but there's more, there's more room for places where you can, you know, hang out. Chill yeah, out on a on a lawn chair watching the river. And play right. checkers, right? You can sit and, and we'll talk about a little bit more about the views and things. But um, yeah, I think for an overview, I feel like they do the same thing. So yeah, 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 yeah. pretty much. Right. Is it? Uh, I'll save it. Yeah, we have a lot. Yeah. Go ahead, Eric. Great. Moving on to the queue. Land is, is in. <laughs> Wait, what, what? What's up next? Uh, I don't know. Whatever's next on your list of things to talk about. Okay. Well, next is the There's queue. No list, Normally, it's the queue. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, so there isn't really one. Yeah. <laughs> don't. But hey, to get to get to the island, we'll we'll, we'll talk about that part. Yes. 
since there isn't really a queue, there's never really that long of a wait for a raft to come over and load a whole bunch of people on it. That's true. Uh, but at Disneyland. This is wonderful. <laughs> to get to the island at Disneyland, you wait for a raft in the shadow of a haunted mansion. Mm. The raft pulls up and you get on it. Then you cross the river on the raft and then you get off of the raft. And you're on the island. Sometimes Jack Sparrow is there. Ooh. And he entertains guests while they crowd onto the raft. It's actually kind of fun. Um, I've I've watched, uh, basically just watched from the the land, you know, the, the, the New Orleans square area, watching kids ask questions and seeing Jack slur together a few witty remarks. Uh, you know your so, audience, Eric. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> can I can I give can I give a side comment about my favorite interaction with Jack Sparrow ever? Oh boy. Yep. Jerk. That's your grave. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's see how this goes. So this was at Epcot. Brandy and I tell this story all the time because it was it was seriously the best. Um so we were it was just in passing. So we're walking out of Epcot via the International Gateway. So that's not the main entrance for those of you who are not familiar. It's heading, there's a separate entrance on the southwest side that leads toward the boardwalk and uh, uh, beach club, uh, Yacht and Beach Club resorts. Mm-hmm. And you can also walk all the way to uh, Hollywood Studios from there. Yes, but it's wonderful. It's it's great. It's fantastic. It's a good running it's a trail as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely part of all of the the races. Um, but as we're leaving through that that exit... We're following behind Jack Sparrow and a couple of his handlers. Okay. Now, this is wa- uh, this is a, a cast member at Disney World who is in Epcot, exiting Epcot with his handlers through the right. World Showcase, uh, the, what do they call it, International Gateway. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So a child was heading in the opposite direction, walking into Epcot, and the child saw Captain Jack and said, Hi-ho, Captain Jack. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, the, 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 the cast member, the, the Jack Sparrow who was walking down the ramp responded, yes, hi ho. And the cast member with him said, Jack, that's the wrong ho. It's yo ho. Oh, did he say hi ho? That's funny. He said hi ho. So Jack spun around and shouted at the kid, yo ho, it's yo ho. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) And then he just continued staggering down the ramp. And we're sure that that wasn't Johnny Depp. Dang it. You beat me to it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it could have been. It was it was very well done. And Brandy and I were cracking up. And one of the cast members just turned to us and had this like big grin on his face. Like, <laughs> he's off shift, but it's still happening. I, I just. So let me just take a little 180 here. Now, the thing about Disneyland that Walt didn't like was that you could have a spaceman walking through the or cowboy walking through Tomorrowland or whatever. Right. So they built the end utilidors amongst other things. There's an entire backstage perimeter circle that goes around the, the behind Epcot. Where was he going and why? I don't understand. So this it. is interesting. So we, I'm sure he was showing up in the UK because the UK has one character greet mm. that generally Does that make has. Sense? This is well, all, well, this is, well, well, well well, well, let's get into it here. Let's right. let's address this, this serious Unpack issue. It. Unpack right. it. So if you're walking through the UK from the entrance of the parks toward the International Gateway, 
you head through Canada, you head through the UK, mm-hmm. you pass all of the shops, you're right across from the fish and chips shop, like basically behind the tea shop. Mm-hmm. That's the area where you typically see Alice yeah, or right little Mary Poppins. There. Yep. Right. There's a little garden area. It's great. During the, the scavenger hunts, there's always an egg back there or whatever. Um, oh, that's where the best Easter eggs are. <laughs> oh, there we go. There we go. You, answer your, your question. answer, Sean. Epcot <laughs> has the best Easter eggs. <laughs> um, that scavenger hunt is fun. You know, another another side discussion. Is that the Kim um, Possible thing? No, 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 no. During the um, the Flower and Garden Festival, they have uh. a specific Easter egg hunt where they have eggs that are they're probably like two feet tall that are painted to look like different characters. Like you have to find figment. Oh, cute. Um, and all these things. Yeah, it's it's actually a lot of fun. Brandy and I enjoyed it the last time we did it, um, which was 16 years ago um, last mm. year. Wow. That is. A, yeah. Wow. How old is a yeah. flower and garden festival? <laughs> all right. No, I, I meant not 16 years ago. It just as in last year felt like 16 years ago. Oh, got it. Yeah. Sorry. I was going for that. All right. Is this music telling me the... The, the guy accepting the award to move on. I'm <laughs> just, just, just adding stuff. All right. <laughs> anyway. All right. Um, so, but no, so, let's go back to this. Why is Jack Sparrow in the UK? He doesn't belong in the so, UK. Well, I mean, sure, he sounds vaguely British. I don't know. Because he's trying to be so Keith Richards. Well, there you go. He occasionally has a meet and greet in the same area. But apparently, rather than leaving through the back of the UK, which requires crossing the entire UK to go into the backstage area. Mm-hmm. They just sneak around the corner because right around the corner is the International Gateway and then they leave through that. Or maybe there was a like a, a celebration or a wedding or something that they hired Jack Sparrow at the beach club or something. He was going to the oh, beach. Can you imagine there's a sunken ship at the beach for your wedding? Who's ever who's ever had a wedding at Disney anyway? Listen, here's the thing. May, there's a shipwreck at the beach club. Storm along bay. Maybe he was going there. That, that that's a better answer. It's a change your answer. One of, maybe it's one of the Eisner kids because uh, Michael Eisner loved the uh, beach, beach club. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> He's totally left the room. Uh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That was the Jack Sparrow 16 Minutes, uh, everybody. This is what this show is about. This is why you tuned in, to get all the links. by Pirates of the Caribbean, the next one. It's a girl now. <laughs> I heard Margot Robbie. <laughs> I'd watch, I'd watch uh, Pirates of the Caribbean with Red in it. Yeah, why not? I would, too. And anything with Margot Robbie, she is a, a national treasure, despite the fact that she is British. Maybe Let's she should be the topic on hand, which is no, wait, 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 a review of I Tanya, <laughs> starring Marco Robbie. You're thinking of National Treasure, specifically. Alex and Danny. Alex and Danny is the National Treasure. Oh, she but, sure is. Yes. And if Marco Robbie takes over the franchise, the pirates, her being in the UK makes a lot more sense because Marco Robbie's British. This is true. Also, and we also show really that she should be here in National Treasure 3, the search for more National Treasure. 
<laughs> National Treasure 3. Margot Robbie and Alice and Janney. <laughs> Ooh, Alice and Janet should be in Pirates. Ooh. And the new one. All right. Okay. So, right. as much so as the queue, there, there isn't a queue, really. <laughs> as much as it pains me <laughs> to give a point to anything involving Johnny Depp, <laughs> looking at it from an objective point of view, in terms of which is the better experience for little Dakota. Pirates, pirates, oh, right. out. Hey, the, that, the non-queue boat landing is in New Orleans Square, yes? Correct. Does does it, just for a matter of theming, um, it makes sense that Pirate's Lair would be in New Orleans Square or adjacent. So maybe that's how you tie it together because it's not really Tom Sawyer's Island necessarily anymore. But true. I mean, it is Tom Sawyer's. I mean, it's an imaginary pirate adventure right. imagined by Tom Sawyer and Huck Finn. Mm. So, I mean, Mississippi's not that far from New Orleans. <clears throat> yeah, it's technically on the Mississippi River. So that's fair. All right. I'll give you that. All right. Yeah. I mean, that, that point oh, was given painfully, but it's deserved. The part about him going to Epcot? Was it that painful? Um, so, Jimmy, uh, tell yeah. us about <laughs> Magic Kingdom. Oh, so there's, there's, uh, you're not done with the rafts and stuff, are you? <laughs> I, you, I, I, I kind of talked about rafts a little bit already, and you get on them and you go to the thing. It, I mean, yeah, yeah. You, you told your story. Now, there are two rafts, is that correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, and they're, so, they're named after, they're named, they're named piratey things. They're no longer. Oh, is that right? The Hucky Finn and Becky Thatcher. The Becky Thatch and the Hucky Finn? Yeah, Hucky Finn. They're they're not that anymore. Do you know what they are? Yeah. Um, Yes, of course I do. But, oh, yes, the Anne Bonnie and the Blackbeard. Oh, what's the first one? The Anne Bonnie. Anne Bonnie. All right. Yes, it's, it's another piratey reference. You wouldn't get it, you uh, you, you Mark Twain enthusiast. Over That's there. right. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, now in, now the Tom Sawyer's Island queue, and there, you know, to be honest, I have waited in a queue. It there's some switchbacks and it's lightly themed. There's I, there's maps of the island. There are signs everywhere saying that there are alligators in these waterways. So please do not get in the water. That is true of the entire property at Disney World. And no exception is the queue line for Tom Sawyer's Island. Oh, wait. So they have like maps and stuff like here's what you're going to see. Here's where danger might be. Well, the the maps are. Um, There are maps of the island. They used to give them to you, but we'll get into that a little bit later. So there are three rafts that uh, this island hideaway is only accessible by rafts. There are three motor powered rafts that transport guests from the island. Uh Each raft is named after characters from Mark Twain's literary work, Tom Sawyer, Injun Joe, and Becky Thatcher. And apparently, out of the three, the Tom Sawyer raft is the slowest. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I seem huh. to remember, and this is a place in my memory that is not the most accurate, that there might have been a bridge at some point. Is that That's not true, right? Uh, a a walkway bridge? bridge? No, there's no way to do that because the okay. uh, steamboat's too big. Right. Okay. Must have been some trazodone. <laughs> <Now> there, <laughs> there, there is a um, 
there is a, uh, maybe what you're thinking of, there's a bridge that goes over the return from Splash Mountain, which is a wonderful feature where you can see the guests, the waterlogged guests coming down the hill. There's that yeah. bridge. And then there's, there's additional like overflow walking along the river that's not on the main road through Frontierland. Um, mm. So maybe you're thinking of that because there are bridges maybe. technically over water. Just not yeah, trouble. It's entirely possible that like 12 year old me saw a map or a picture at some point and was like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a bridge. So. There is a bridge on the island. We will get to that. Okay. I'd like to acknowledge Jimmy's reference to troubled water. Thank the you. End. Thank you, Eric. <laughs> I didn't think anybody. I will lay it. me down. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Eric. Are you, you done, Eric? Cheers. Is that it? Is that all you got yeah, for? Yeah, yeah, Earth, yeah. That's, that's all. Yeah, we. There are boats. Done. Great. <laughs> uh, well, I guess. Okay. Err. Um, well, we see what you did there. Playing favorites. If <laughs> I'm wondering if I should give a point for there being a third raft. Well, that but would probably sure be that, a size yeah. thing. Okay, that's fair. Hmm. Now, not all three maps no. are always in use, and there are multiple docks. There's two docks on the Frontierland side, and there are two docks on the island side. I think maybe a third one at some point. I think maybe it's accessibility. I'm not sure, but I've always kind of wondered, and I never did the research, so ah, nothing's changed. Yeah, I seem to remember that. It, I mean, it, I think it's just a factor of there There are more people. And yeah, it's a size it thing, I think. Exactly, yeah. Okay. So again, I think functionally they're basically the same so far. Right. Sounds like it. Okay. Um, uh, you have so to edit Eric. this, Eric. So. <laughs> <laughs> what are you suggesting? We we leave out this thrilling conversation about. Mm, I don't know. You get a point. No, you get a point. <laughs> uh, I think the point is there is no additional points to be awarded. It is time Not to move on. Yeah. Move on to the attraction itself. You see, this is this is where the meat is. Because mm-hmm. there's an awful lot of attraction. Okay. Like what? Yes. <laughs> like what? I don't know. Um <laughs> so I, I'm gonna in in the in deference to the Walt did it argument, I'm not gonna talk much about the original Tom Sawyer's Island. That's fair. Uh, because I, I'll make a few references to how things have changed. Yeah. Got to acknowledge but history, but you can't experience it now. So why talk about it? Right. Exactly. Um, I do have a, a little little tidbit later and uh, foreshadowing slash building suspense um, slash great podcasting. Uh, I'll talk more about some history later. Great. Yes. Right. Exactly. Uh, so 2006. After an investment of $28 million, Pirate's Lair opened up on May 26th. So the the massive renovation to Tom Sawyer's Island at Disneyland happened. Um, Imagineers originally wanted to have even more interactive fun than they eventually built. So I'm not saying that, that what's there now is disappointing, but imagine this. It, it is a little bit. <laughs> Just I mean... <laughs> Okay, fine. Uh, One early idea included firing fake cannons at New Orleans Square using special effects to show damage to the buildings. That's a great idea. But Mm. can you imagine 
can you imagine firing a cannon at like the most crowded place on mm. at Disneyland? I do all the time. Well, but at okay. the same time, Eric, in Frontierland at uh, Magic Kingdom, that very thing happens when you play the Pirates Adventure game. They, That's one of the things that cannon oh. goes off. And things happen on the other side of the building, and it adds so much energy and fun into the land. I think that's a great idea. This is this is very true. You're correct. Well, that didn't happen ah, at... Well, thanks uh, for telling me on that. Future point. <clears throat> um, so, the, the treehouse would have been expanded to have more climbing nets and slides. Mm. Um, the Fort Wilderness area would allow guests inside for fun activities patterned after those in Fort Exploration, or, sorry, Fortress Explorations at Tokyo Disney Sea. Uh, check out some videos of that. There's there's some cool wait, stuff. Wait, there. wait, wait, wait. Uh, Your Honor, um, are we yes. spending time talking about what might have been? Because I got a bunch of resorts that never got built. They have big plans. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> what? Yeah, I I am wondering where this is going. Making an argument for because essentially we're trying to get get points here and, and win or, or whatever. <laughs> I'm not trying to get points. I'm trying to entertain well, the, the proletariat here. Charles entertainment cheese to be better than I was. Um, okay. I, I'm curious where this is going is my All point. Right, go ahead. Okay. Where this is going is two sentences later um, in my head as I'm, I'm just speaking extemporaneously. Yes, um, we do. Mm-hmm. Look up Fort, Fort Exploration. There's some pretty cool stuff or Fortress Explorations at Disney Sea. It's it's a pretty cool place. Uh, the Imagineers wanted to bring some of those elements into this adventure, but they didn't. Uh, what you do get is some really interesting changes that bring in some new technology to pay homage to some of the original island activities, plus bring in some pirate content. Mm. So there's a lot to see as you get off of the raft. Uh, so take a moment to look over at the the pirate map that uh, was left for you. On it, there's the inscription, Many a pirate's boot has trod upon this slip of land, and many's the adventure begun here. Keep your wits about you in your travels on the island, for there's adventure and danger here in equal measure. X marks the spot you seek. Good luck, matey! Friendly so- advice from a pirate. In these two fictional children's dream, there's signs? Well, they're very helpful children. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. Who, who doesn't like a helpful child who, who tells you, welcome to my imagination land. Um, here's where you can go. All right. Right. That's exactly. Like yeah. Land. <laughs> Don't upset the pirates. <laughs> oh, there, there are plenty more warnings about upsetting pirates. We'll get to them. So close to the landing area, you see a small town featuring a few locations. Lafitte's Tavern is one of the many bar-related references in Disneyland in which you cannot drink alcohol. Um, in this particular case, you can't go inside at all. A sign outside reads, Stow your weapons outside, matey. But don't you? You really can't go inside the bar anyway. So just keep your your weapons at the ready, because that building just houses phantasmic equipment. So mm. there's you can't go inside. It's not. I'm a real seeing place. a theme here, so I'm just gonna go ahead and do this for an abundance of very good unrealized ideas. Pirates, <laughs> islands, 
I was expecting a point for the other side. I was too. <laughs> <laughs> Did he hit the wrong button? I think so. <laughs> Wait, what? No, nothing. Moving on. Moving on. I'll take that point and I'm going to run. It's an all-encompassing point for this theme so that we can get to what they actually did. (laughs) Right. So here's some of the things that they actually did. Um, So you also see in this little front front town area that used to be Harper's Mill, um, there's a blacksmith shop identified as the, the purview of w turner blacksmith so you can see some of the props and show elements from curse of the black pearl the movie where we met bootstrap bill's son yeah oh no here's the thing about that is did tom and huck imagine the entire pirate franchise including the characters clearly go ask tom clemens i I mean maybe maybe huck gave will turner the same, uh, gosh, Tom 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 look, yeah, yeah. So I'm looking at Tom Sawyer on my in my brain. Um, he got all the ideas from Tom Clemens. He was an avid journalist, <laughs> yeah. but he just kind of didn't do much. He just kind of he's a lot of, a lot of really good Not ideas. Not as famous, you know. Just yeah. like the Disneyland Imagineers around the Tom Sawyer's Island pirate overlay, he had a lot of really good ideas, but he didn't follow through. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So and, so speaking yeah. of. Uh, of such things. I mean, it, clearly Tom and Huck gave the, the character of will a promotion from apprentice because, you know, after he did all That's of right. his pirating and soul collection on the flying Dutchman, he settled down and had a nice life at Disneyland. He, he did. I mean, he was a blacksmith. Maybe that wasn't, he, maybe he hadn't graduated, but that's what he did, right? He made sports. <laughs> yeah, he didn't movies. graduate from blacksmith school. If, no. if I remember my pirate movies, <laughs> maybe it'll be in the next one. Right. <laughs> pirate six will graduates from pirate college. I still think that Margot Robbie would be an excellent main character. Also, there's a girl in it. <laughs> <laughs> the quest for the online education. Okay. So this sign is an actual sign and you see the, 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 the sign you for see- Will Turner. Yeah, you see props. You see, you see blacksmith props, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's. It, I've seen that movie. A it's lot a of people movie. have seen that movie. It's not the size of that set is not the size of a porta potty, and that building at Tom's Pirate Island. Oh yeah, it's it's not the same. It's yeah, tiny. it's tiny. It's an insult to like. Like I get what you're doing. Oh, it's a mill. Look what we it's can- an it's an anvil and some like tools hanging. Yeah, it's fine. Just let it be old. Just let it be this old thing. It not everything has to be a tie-in, you know. Speaking of tie-ins, head over to Dead Man's Grotto, the next area on the island where you can see more movie references from Huck Finn's imagination. <laughs> uh, <laughs> formerly Injun Joe's Cave. The mm. grotto warns people away with a note from Jack Sparrow on a sign who actually signs his wooden sign. Mm-hmm. Um, Davy Jones has a chest inside his, his chest that holds his heart. If you touch it, it lights up and uh, you hear a heartbeat and Davy Jones warns you. And it's, it, there's some cool effects in there. Um, the pirates Pintel and Rigetti from the movies uh, appear and disappear in certain scenes. There's a treasure where if you reach your hand in, it vanishes, which is kind of a cool effect. Um, it's it's cool lighting effects and um, some pirate references. 
Okay. Mm. Yeah. And that's formerly Injun Joe's Cave, now Pirate Joe's Cave. Yes, Pirate, Pirate Joe's Dead Man's Grotto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so the next area, Smuggler's Cove. Uh, it's not the same as the original island. There's a there's a shipwreck with a dead pirate inside. If you turn the the ship's wheel, a skeleton rises from the depths. He's holding onto a chest. You can uh, work the bilge pumps like a good crew member and reveal more skeletons in the water. You can put your family in a cage made out of human bones and take their picture. I think about that every day. Um, <laughs> Uh, so Jimmy, what kind of interactive elements do you have? Well, I think, should we let him finish? Well, I'm just, I'm curious if I should award a point for that. Well, there in the fort, there are, um, air, air rifles and, you know, obviously the caves and the, um, wait, 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 are are we talking about the same air rifles where a small girl like had a chunk of her finger ripped off like at Disneyland, which is why they closed the fort to begin with? Same. Because those things are a death trap. Yeah, I don't think they blow air anymore, but you can still shoot guns at at passing uh, Thunder Mountain cars. All right, interactive non-death traps. Pirates, islands, hideout. So speaking of... Go ahead, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, I was going to say, speaking of interactive things, um, you can walk across bridges. They're, They're totally old bridges. Um, You can cross a pontoon bridge. Now, a pontoon bridge isn't as cool as a pontoon boat. I don't know if you're aware of pontoon boats. Um, Mm -hmm. They're they're basically like a floating like barge. It's it's just a raft that floats around a lake. You can you can like drink on it and yell pontoon, bro. That's a pontoon. boat. (laughs) That's what you do on a pontoon boat. On a pontoon bridge, you walk across floating barrels. Okay. And I believe both 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 of ours have a, a pontoon bridge, yeah. which is totally fun. Okay. Yep, it's true. But you don't you don't yell pontoon from it. No, you yell barrel. You can't. Or you, barrel! Like, or you yell at the people in line of the haunted mansion. Right. Hey guys, how many how many more minutes do you have? Is it fifty? <laughs> hey Dan, you can look yep. at other people with interactive elements at the haunted mansion queue while you're on the barrel bridge on Tom Sawyer's Island, huh? <laughs> so castle rock didn't have many oh oh, oh. <laughs> all right castle rock didn't have many changes uh, from the funny. original design oh we're done uh more treasure chests treasure <laughs> chests barrels and piratey things were strewn about the castle rock area wait a minute eric um, what did you did you have something on castle rock that you were gonna i'm still talking about <laughs> go for it Telescopes allow you to spy on those landlubbers in Frontierland and Critter Country, or, as it'll soon be known, New Orleans Boulevard, featuring Princess Tiana and Louie, the trumpet-playing gator. Nearby is Totally's Treasure Area, featuring a water, large pile of booty. Booty! Sometimes Jack Sparrow is there as well for meet and greets and pictures. Is it Nessa Rock on your next trip to Disneyland? Tom Sawyer's Island featuring the Pirate Slayer. I didn't. Oh, yeah. you know, there's not a lot of places that you can legitimately use the word booty like constantly. That is so. true. Pirates, pirates, okay. Is that I'll, all? I'll for- use the term once more. <laughs> I'm not going to press the advantage here, Jimmy. Uh-huh. Okay. Thank you. 
Anyway, anyway uh, so yeah, go. Oh, we we've got a few more things here. I'll, I'll try to uh, the the last few are a little bit quicker. Um, so the pirate's den. You walk through a shipwreck. It's another walkthrough. It's 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 a pirate walkthrough. Um, you it's similar to the Dead Man's Grotto. Davy Jones say get away says get away. Um, LED lights show lights, and you go ooh. Uh, there's more skeletons because it's a sunken pirate ship. Uh, Fort. Wilderness was demolished during the renovations to make the pirate's lair. Uh, termites and weather damage took their toll, demanded the structure be rebuilt. So it was rebuilt, but instead of using logs, they used standard lumber to make the fort. So now it's just a big fort, and you can't go in there because it's now a staging area for Amazeballs, the nightly show on the rivers of America. <laughs> I see what you did there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tom and Huck's treehouse is also still there. Without uh, the planned added nets and slides, they didn't add very much. And this is here. Here we go. Um, the original theme is still in play because any of the piratey additions look like they're made by children. You know, drawings by children that you know ins- insinuate that maybe this whole island really is just the, a figment of the imaginations of two young boys growing up on the Mississippi River. Hmm, it's an yeah. interesting spin. There you go. Yeah. So yeah, you walk there and you go, huh? Really? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I get what they're going for here. Uh, ultimately, well, I'll, I'll conclude with a little bit of uh, Disney-specific info, info straight from my Disneyland experience. Children of any height can access this attraction. It's not open today, right now, as a recording. I'm not sure why uh, in Disneyland. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's going on. Something. Mm-hmm. Well, the pirates. And they know when my birthday is, so they yep, better get go. their act together. Mm, yeah, exactly. So you can, if it's open, then you can dare to explore this open world attraction. You can wander along quiet paths and enjoy riverbank views. Climb through a fort. Search for hidden treasure. Hint, the booty is hidden somewhere on the island in a giant pile where you can take a picture with Jack Sparrow. Oh, no. No. Is that a whole yeah. thing a ruse to meet Jack Sparrow? Is that like a giant Mickey's house? Could 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 be. I mean, I don't. You, know, you I don't tour know. through Minnie and Mickey's house just so you can see Mickey at the end. Is that what You're this like, is? Wait a second! I just wanted to look at the houses of the rich and famous. I didn't That's want to right. meet a mouse at the end. <laughs> I just wanted this to steal infested. a handful of treasure. <laughs> infested. Anyway, that was my last reference to booty. Ah, very well. <clears throat> well, well, it didn't have to be. That's true. You still have maybe excuses. It, maybe it comes up organically, but that's the last planned reference. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. So is it my turn? Yeah. Sure. Go for it. All right. So speaking of signs, Eric, uh, once you leave off one of your three rafts across the bridge, you'll see a sign that says welcome. And that's spelled W-E-L-C-U-M. Um, if and you like dark caves, mystery mines, bottoms. By the way, I'm not going to tell you how everything is spelled, but just assume everything that's supposed to be an S is a Z and letters are backwards. <clears throat> if and you like dark caves, better than that, by the way, <laughs> mystery minds, bottomless pits, shaky bridges, and big rocks. You have come to the best place. I know if, if, and you don't like creepy old, scary places, don't worry. Huck Finn and Huck Finn and myself was plenty scared too. Huck was more scared than me, Tom 
that is a point for delightful, Mm -hmm. misspelling, Mm -hmm. almost offensive children. (laughs) Uh, Oh, wait, there's more. (laughs) Uh, On the island, there are dark passageways and caves to explore. Injun Joe's Cave, Magnetic Mystery Mine, which, you know, an old mine, uh, a scary, bouncy rope bridge, a barrel bridge, and the focal point, an old-fashioned fort named Fort Langhorn. When you go into Injun Joe's Cave, or excuse me, Mystery Mines, if and you like dark caves, Mystery Mines, bottomless pits, shaky bridges, and big rocks, you've come to the best place I know. If you don't like creepy old Scary places don't. Uh, it's basically the same. We were plenty of scared too. Huck was more scared than me. Uh, that's engine. Or that's a mystery cave. Engine Joe's cave. There are thousands of caves in America. Many of them unexplored even today. Here is a labyrinth of secret tunnels, colorful striae, uh, and curious fossils. <laughs> a hiding place for buried treasure where glistening stalactites and stalagmites from fantastic shapes are here. Sounds sometimes echo through the silent rooms. The fascination of exploring the mysteries underworld awaits the adventurous. Injun Joe's cave. Okay, so kids will have fun exploring all four corners of the fort, playing with the noisy air rifles and cannons, then venturing into the dark escape tunnel. On the island, there's Fort Langhorn that recreates an early frontier settlement with a blacksmith shop, watch tower, and a secret escape tunnel. Originally, the fort was called Fort Sam Clemens. Samuel Clemens wrote under the pen name of Mark Twain, and he is the author of said Tom Sawyer's tales. The name changed to Langhorn around the same time Disney's Tom and Huck movie was released. Langhorn is actually the middle name of Samuel Clemens. And I'm then curious, there's Harper. There, you said that there's a blacksmith shop. Uh, there is, t- in fact, there is a blacksmith. His name is not uh, Will Turner, but there is an actual body. In there. That's right. There is an actual Can- body in there. It's kind of creepy. It's like it's not Sperry Farm level weird because it's not an animatronic, or at least mm. doesn't move. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. delightful. So you, can you're I, telling can me I point that they out- had they had a blacksmith available to them, and they didn't find some movie or some property in that have, I mean, they've had plenty of blacksmiths throughout the years in all their movies. To be fair, uh, the, they changed the name to Langhorn from Sam Clemens to have a corporate tie into a movie called Tom and Huck. Cause there was a, a fort called Fort Langhorn. Yeah. But they didn't like hang. There's no like inflatable Jonathan Taylor Thomas or anything either. <laughs> when did he play a blacksmith? Wasn't speaking of Tom Jonathan, oh yeah, oh yeah, he point. was Tom and Huck. Yeah, but but speaking of said movie on uh, May fourteenth, nineteen ninety six, uh, Disneyland changed the name of Tom Sawyer Island to Tom and Huck Island to Ugh. coincide with the Gross. release of that movie. <laughs> Gross, Disneyland. I've wanted to swear on this podcast so many times on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Eric has to edit it, so you swear away. I know what it's like. <laughs> okay. I, I don't I don't have a supreme <laughs> to put over it. That's a good you one know. though if you had. <laughs> you uh so I want to talk about Harper's Mill. Uh Harper's Mill, this here deserted grist mill was named after my friend Joe Harper's old man if and you choose to go inside, please don't scare the birds. What you will find there unless some 
no good done scared him before you did. Now, that's, that sign from Tom Sawyer is not entirely accurate. That must be his mind. But behind the scenes, the Harper's Mill, it's a red giant barn, a uh, giant water wheel on the outside, one of the most notable sites of Tom Sawyer's Island. Harper's Mill pays tribute to one of Disney's earliest animated films that Tom was talking about in that sign. The Old Mill in 1937, the cartoon short depicts animals finding shelter from a storm in an abandoned windmill. Inside the mill, you will find an owl perched on the rafters and a bluebird nesting in the wooden gear. Both creatures are references to the classic film, so keep an eye out for them. More Easter eggs. Hmm. Uh, Harper Goff is who this is named after. Harper Goff contributed heavily to earlier renderings and concept art for Disney's proposed Mickey Mouse Park, which became the park we know as Disneyland, and several areas of Walt Disney World theme park, and the uh, Harper's Mill is actually named for Harper Goff. Okay. He also played the banjo in in the seven-piece Dixieland band called Firehouse 5 Plus 2, formed by the Disney staff and led trombonist Ward Kimball. When Tom Sawyer Island opened in 1973 at the Magic Kingdom, they named Harper's Mill after him. In 1993, he was posthumously named as a Disney legend. Hmm. I not not that this is a this is just an observation. I I feel like in both islands, I like that there's like some narrative place setting in terms of like a sign saying, "Hey, this is this," but there, they both seem to suffer a little bit from like over explaining instead of just letting you explore. Mm-hmm. But oh, for a, for an area that was supposed to be like kids run right yeah run wild yeah well it's it's a fun theming for the adults and you know the is there still adults a love reading signs that's right well I like it I like that's why I read them um is there a, a bottomless pit in in those caves still there that was felt I know like there they was. were like fifth five hundred feet deep we couldn't even look over the edge at, I yeah, mean, there's still, still one at Disney World I just didn't know if it was still at Disneyland. Yeah, they've got a yeah similar a similar thing there still. I'm pretty sure. Do they call it the bootyless pit instead <laughs> of bottomless? <laughs> see what it is? Uh, I found a way to get booty in there. It's <clears throat> good, but it's not. It's not part of the park experience. Like if someone were to go around Tom Sawyer's Island at Magic Kingdom and aggressively make booty jokes, it would just be like, "What's wrong with you?" But at Disneyland, you have a, you have an excuse. That's true, right? You're like, hey, it's right over there. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, are you going to get more into like what is in the caves? Yes, there's more. Okay. Well, no, not really. I did, I didn't do an exploration of the caves, other than just my own commentary in the fact that they're incredibly disorienting, incredibly dark, and I still, as a forty-ish year old man, get frightened inside <laughs> and need to touch my. Like, make sure my kids are nearby. Hold my wife's hand. Because I get disoriented when it's done. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's kind of... I remember going into the caves at Magic Kingdom and thinking, I could legitimately get lost in here. And that's a fun feeling. Still. Yeah. Yeah, and I think on both islands, you feel like you could get lost just roaming around because there's all these different trails and walkways and things. There, it's True, it's there a fun are, yeah. respite, you know. I mean, it, it is yeah, a great place. Yeah. It's a hidden gem. I'm I'm sure that's true for both. It's a great place. Parents can relax. Kids can run around. It, it, these islands are underrated. Oh, without a doubt. So also, there's Potter's Mill, 
Tom Sawyer's Island is named after Huck and Tom's friend Muff Potter. That's what Potter's Mill is named after. Cast members used to leave paintbrushes around Tom Sawyer's Island for guests to find. Guests could turn in the paintbrushes and receive a prize. Hmm. Uh, according to the hidden magic of Walt Disney World by Susan Venice, the water flowing at the base of the crystal wall inside of Ambush Cave seems to be running uphill. It's an optical illusion, of course. Uh, also want to talk about uh, the maps. We talk about the maps. We used to give them out. Now, uh, uh, today there are maps and signs posted throughout the island. Some of the signs were even written by Tom Sawyer himself, although his spelling wasn't that great. Uh, at the dock of the island, guests can sit in rocking chairs and play checkers or begin to explore the grounds. Uh, lots of maps. Uh, Eric, yeah. I know that there used to be checkers on Tom Sawyer's Island at Disneyland, and I think there used to be rocking chairs. Are they still there? Oh, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to think the last time I was over there was not all that long ago, but still. I don't know. My it doesn't mem- seem like it would fit in with the pirate yeah. theme to have checkers and rocking chairs. Yeah. Uh, um, several nods to the stories of Tom Sawyer, including a partially whitewashed wall that says Tom Hart's Becky. Um, and then I, I've got a, I've got a couple couple more eric i think you have quite a bit that's basically the island and then everything else i'm going to say is just sort of commentary and opinion so shouldn't it be loves with l-u-v becky instead of hearts <laughs> and the v is backwards oh, yeah <laughs> yeah no but you can get it it's subtle but you can get it yeah. yes yep so anyway that's that's the bulk of the island that it's again everything else i have to say is just uh opinion so go ahead eric uh, so I guess we're on to the, well, well, yeah, let's, let's talk about the impact on the land because it, it it's almost a land in itself. Uh, mm. so it's, it's tough to say yeah. about what we normally say about, oh yeah, h- how does it impact the land? It, it's such a huge part on both coasts. It's, it's so integral to the areas that they're in. I mean, it's kind of subtle in a way. I mean, you just see an island and there's a raft that goes to it and you say, I don't know what that is, but I want to go over there. Mm-hmm. Even if you're an adult who doesn't really get it, doesn't want to explore fully, you want to get on the raft and go over there and visit the island. It's it's a huge part of, of the park experience. Um, and it's great that you can't see a whole lot of the activities from... Right. The mainland, you can see, like you mentioned, you can see the pontoon bridge uh, from the, the the queue for Haunted Mansion at, at Disney World. But right. you can't see everything else. You can't see the caves. You can't see all of these other hidden details around there. I think it's just important that the island is there. And oh, yeah, yeah, maybe this yeah. happens on both coasts. I think it probably does. And, and to your point with that... Um, Again, they functionally tick the same boxes for the most part, right? I mean, there's a playground on Tom Sawyer's Island in, in Orlando. What I love about it is, yes, you know that a thing is there. You see the rafts going. But I imagine that a majority of the guests just don't go to it, either because they don't know about it or because you know it's overrated or whatever. Um, but what I love the most is sitting in a rocking chair next to the fort mm-hmm. on the river watching Thunder Mountain go by. 
you know, and, and then there are people from Thunder Mountain, not necessarily on the ride, but, you know, in the queuing area or whatever, you can look across and see kids running around and people just sitting, hanging out on rocking chairs. Same goes with the uh, Haunted Mansion, like we mentioned, where you can see people walking over the barrel bridge. And I don't know, the, 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 the land impact, I would say, arguably is similar in that it anchors Frontierland. And it is the frontier. It's like, the, you know, it's quite literally kind of the West and, and frontier. And it just feels like an extension of Frontierland, even to some extent, Liberty Square. Um, well, I don't know. It, it's it's a it, it's real. I love yeah, it. That, I think it's that, great. That fits. I, I wouldn't say that that's wrong to put to add that. Um, yeah. what, I'm, and, and, what I'm thinking is to also that as much as I kind of I'm finding that I don't really like the pirate overlay necessarily, mm-hmm. um, it does keep having that, you know, um, uh, exhaust valve, so to speak for all the pirate crap keeps potentially all of new Orleans square from becoming pirates of the Caribbean land. Well, that's Hmm. true, which I don't, I don't know that that's necessarily point worthy. I don't know if it's like good or bad. I think I, for me, ideally they don't do the pirate overlay at all, but at the same time, imagining that, um, Maybe it's possible that just there's just a ton of pirates stuff everywhere instead of having it be centered in these two places, you know? Well, yeah. Can you imagine having Cafe Orleans being overtaken by, you know, red, white and black flags and skulls and crossbones everywhere? It would be terrible. It would it would it would just destroy the land. So it, it will become Tiana's palace at some point, though, right? Well, that, that well, we'll that's get what that I'm saying. We like there. we've got that capability over by by Splash and and sorry, Pooh, but as we talk, as yeah. we mentioned, you know, Pooh and Pooh's questionable, and you know, the Hungry Bear could, could be Tiana's place if they spruce it up somewhat. But Tiana's place, thank you. So, what the reason I brought that up about the 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 land thing is if Tom Sawyer's Island, which is you know Mississippi, you know, obviously part of Missouri, right, Eric? Um, if it's, if it's on the Mississippi river, which Tom and Huck were on and you're loading a boat from New Orleans square, which I guess, like you said, is on the Mississippi river. Never mind. But I I was going to say that the pirates theme ties in New Orleans square on the Island, but you don't look at it and say, Hey, that's a pirate Island. Right. Right. But that also, I think goes, it, it's just as much a positive as a negative because like, if you're kind of, you know, you just got off Pirates of the Caribbean, you're like, hey, okay, let's go on another thing that, you know, oh, that looks interesting. There's an island where we can just like roam and explore. And then all of a sudden, boom, all sorts of pirate crap. Like, I don't know. It, it's, it's certainly less neutral, you know? Sure. Yeah. So another thing I was going to say, I was going to save it to the end, um, but there's also dining on Tom Sawyer Island and the Magic mm. Kingdom. Now what there's kind? Well, here's the thing. It's you can get it's a limited menu. You've got like biscuit sandwiches, slushes and pretzels. So there's good news and bad news about it. Is the good news is they there's a dining establishment on the island. The bad news is if it's open, that means it's hella crowded. <laughs> Cuz oh, it's only yeah. open when it's incredibly crowded, which is the but time you go to there. the island cuz it is there. And it is open when it's really busy when you need it because if it's busy it's a great place to go it's a wonderful respite from the crowds because the island's typically not that crowded and there is a playground for children and is there a bathroom true yes there is is there a bathroom at disneyland 
There is. Really? I feel like there yeah. has to be. Yeah. It's uh it's on what is it on like the east side of the island past Dead Man's Grotto? Um Yeah, I don't know. I haven't I haven't personally used that bathroom, but I'm I'm pretty sure it's 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 like just outside one of the caves. One of my favorite features oh, of you know the bathrooms. There, there is one there. There's or by the, yeah. Okay. There is a bathroom. I rem- I'm remembering that. The bathrooms at uh, Tom Sawyer Island are in the fort and they're incredibly small, but they're rarely used because they're so difficult to find that it's a nice little private respite. It can be a onesie. Right. Kind of like the stinky room, like the stinky room. <laughs> um, I just remember as a kid on, on Tom Sawyer's Island at magic kingdom, um, basically you're like, Oh, Hey, there's a place to get food. All right. Let's get some chips and an apple. Yeah. <laughs> right. But again, it's that's what I remember nothing. eating on that Island. Yeah. <laughs> so now the, the, the settler's cabin that's found on the Island is on fire. You can see it from the riverboat and, uh, the train no longer on fire. They think it's because there was pipe corrosion. So it wasn't safe. That, is that true also at Disneyland? Yeah. It's no longer on fire. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, just it's not just, remembering. They, they spruced it up. They they stopped making it look like uh, you know an abandoned, problematic location. Didn't they sink a keelboat? They took that away too. Yeah, I don't think the keelboat is there now mm-hmm. either. That's for a different show. Yeah, <laughs> they sunk the keelboat. It's a country song. So yeah, Eric, I, I know you have more. Pretty I don't. Sure. So um, anything else? Again, I have his opinion. So go ahead and share more. Okay, well, we can get into some of the original history, which which is interesting. Um, but yeah, I the, think it's a main... good story. You should. Okay, okay, yeah. Clearly, not necess- You know, I'm not. I'm not. You know, looking for points here. Um, but uh, but yeah, it, it. I think it's it is particularly interesting because it is one of the almost original parts of Disneyland. Uh, it, it, the original, uh, obviously, the island was there. Uh, but the development of it was part of the uh, $1.5 million expansion of the park just a year after it opened. Uh, so in time for Disneyland's first full summer, the Rivers of America banks were finished. They made, they were made more park-like with trees and, and area, you know, areas to sit down and, and, and such. Uh, the, the billboard at the Mark Twain dock announced that Tom Sawyer was, uh, Tom Sawyer Island was opening in June. They're, they're, building a lot of uh, of hype around this because Walt really wanted this to happen. So on June 16th, 1956, the the island opened up um and as I mentioned, you know, Walt designed this whole place himself. Um he, you know, they had to make the make the island big enough so that the Mark Twain could get around it and everything, but really they just wanted to create a large area where kids could have fun. Uh, run around and and just climb on things and we've kind of ruined that but uh, over the years in on both coasts but hey why not it's it's a place where in a large theme park kids can run around and have a good time and didn't they also Um, allow like catfish fishing at some point oh yeah they sure did um yeah there was an area called huckleberry finn's fishing pier um at the old mill uh where they had they they stocked the area with catfish, perch, and bluegill. You could fish with a bamboo pole. You could get the fish cleaned if you wanted to. 
but guests would notoriously leave fish around the park because who sure wants would. to walk around the park park with a fish? Uh, not for nothing, but whatever happened to awarding points for things that are no longer there or never were? Okay, so here's the story still exists, <laughs> right? That's fair. The lore, and, the lore, and it's it's a good story. And it I is. was kind of I was kind of waffling on it, and then I I thought about the reality of what it might mean to carry <laughs> carry fish around all day. <laughs> <laughs> all just imagine the, dad with his like thick horn rimmed glasses just, wearing his sport coat saying i'm not carrying this thing around anymore just yeah yeah dropping it, it on all the ground it behind is a just, bush is wonderful so i like the story but the, the addition of the reality of the fish totally gets me across the line there <laughs> uh Disney legend Tom Nabby was the original Tom Sawyer on the island. Uh, he was personally hired by Walt. He originally sold newspapers to uh, to construction workers as they were building the park, and he continually badgered Walt for a yep. job. Love once he announced that, right? Once they announced that the that they were building Tom Sawyer's Island, he's like, "Hey, you gotta hire me," and Walt did. Um, he did, and if. If I can expand on that a little bit further, reportedly he he went to the central casting and or whatever they called it at the time, and said, "Hey, I'm 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 a new cast member," <laughs> and they looked at him and said, "You're a kid. You you shouldn't be here." But he he had them call um, Dick Nunes, who said, "Yeah, Walt hired the kid. Get get him a get him a costume." You're great. right. Exactly. All, I, the, the, this is such a good all of this is such a good example of like the ramshackle organization mm-hmm. that was Disneyland at the beginning <laughs> it's, it's, it's fantastic Walt says bring him in bring him in <laughs> he's a kid child yes. labor laws whatever yeah, yeah. right right uh, yes um, interesting random points here the bottomless pit was actually seven feet deep mm. at Disneyland oh my god seven whole feet yeah, that thing terrified. You know what? Because that thing terrified me. And now that I know that it was like actually like injury depth, then they deserve a point for that. that that's just, true. There just was so a we're clear. Bit, yeah, Disneyland is uh, seven points. Magic Kingdom is eight. Oh, Ooh. oh, oh my! Uh, let's see. Uh, there are plenty of random things around this uh, especially around the building of like phantasmic where they they had to close or close some of the the areas like the old grist mill and put in uh, all of these extra doors where you know they could they could roll out all the show elements of phantasmic uh, but let's get down to uh, my the the most interesting ideas here uh, the I guess uh, before I get to the, the the showstopper, this is this is the big one. Hmm. Um, th- there's some other random, interesting facts that I, I found um, in my research here. Uh, so Dick Irvine suggested that if anybody gets the chance, they should always if they're, they're hanging out with Walt and he's showing them around the park, they have to go to Tom Sawyer's Island because he was so excited about it. He really got into it. And any you know, more than any other place in the park, this is what he wanted to talk to people about. So, I mean, just imagine 
this is the thing that he knew he built. How much fun would it be to have Walt Disney show you around? Yeah, I mean, he quite literally designed it, right? Right. Well, yeah, and even after he had a whole bunch of people try to draw up the island, he finally said, no, I don't like it. I'm doing it myself. The same thing happened when, after he finished designing it, they built it. Herb Ryman named all the features on the island, and as he's walking around to inspect it, he said, why should I let Herbie have all the fun? And he renamed everything. So did himself. he did That's you say funny. he designed it? Did, and I, but I know sometimes that means that you know he drew a picture on a an outline on the cocktail napkin and was like, "Here, build it, stupid." Um, but like, <laughs> what level of design did he get into here? Like, was it his vision from basically conception to you know hitting the ground? From what I've seen, yeah, from what I've seen, it it seems most like he he designed the shape of the island and um, essentially designed what some of the features should be while everybody still took it from there and did it. He's the one who came back and said, no, that's Injun Joe's cave. And no, that's this and that's this. He's he's the one who kept shepherding this process um it, yeah i don't think he designed the entire thing mm-hmm. um and it's a great story that he designed the whole place but really he probably did just draw it out yeah he draw, drew the island out right yeah yeah exactly but i'm just i'm just um, trying to figure out if this is, falls into the same point as the overall story or if his like input was so extensive that we might need to consider whether or not while touching this is a place where it counts i mean if anything i'm and again i'm not searching here but if anything counts as a walt did it this is the one like if you if if what dick irvine said is true walt considered this his more than anything else in the parks true the whole thing was his idea but all these people drew up these these plans he's the one who said no i want to have some fun i'm doing this this is mine Yep. Pirate Island Hideout. We're neck and neck. Uh oh. Okay. So, random fact time. Sir, please don't give me a point for this. But in the late 1980s, Yay Eisner, uh, Circus Fantasy, the Yay promotion Eisner. came to the parks. Yay Eisner. Got yeah. It. Yeah, this was an Eisner promotion. Um, Circus Fantasy was the main promotion at the park where we had things like a a large, um, you know, wheel of or sphere of death, whatever they call it, where the motorcyclists ride around in it and all that sort of oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So one of those bad promotions that was here. But one of the things that they did that involved the island was um, uh, the human missile. Uh, Captain Christopher Mu- Munoz would be fired out of a cannon over the rivers of America Onto Tom Sawyer Island. Oh my god, that's a terrible <laughs> idea. Yeah, in, in, anytime Disney does anything with circuses, it does not go well. Anytime anything oh, gosh, involving no. a circus, like you remember all this celebrity circus stuff, oh, god. like in the eighties and nineties, like every weekend. I think there was actually a show like the Celebrity Circus, circus, circus Stars. Show. Oh my god, <laughs> absolutely yes. amazing. I remember that. Yeah. Jimmy, you got oh, anything? Oh, gosh. No, I literally have nothing else. Well, you said okay. opinion. Oh, well, again, I, oh. I think he's still got random facts. Okay. I, okay. I have one I have one more 
fairly significant random fact. It was addressed on our 4th of July show. Mm. Is it part of Missouri? Is this island part of Missouri? Are there giant continents? Right. (laughs) So here's where this story comes from. On the island's dedication, uh, on Saturday, June 16th, 1956, two kids from Hannibal, Missouri, named Perva Lou Smith and Chris Winkler, uh, appeared to represent Tom Sawyer and Becky Thatcher. They had won the Tom Sawyer... (laughs) <laughs> Pervalu. They they had won a contest in in Hannibal as Tom Sawyer and Becky Thatcher lookalikes. So they came to Disneyland to represent Tom Sawyer and Becky Thatcher at the opening. They brought with them a jug of water from the Mississippi and a box mm. of soil from Jackson's Island, the inspiration for uh for the the Tom Sawyer's Island theme. Walt helped them christen one of the rafts. And they planted the soil near the foot of the pier. So they small they small worlded Tom Sawyer's Island. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And now we'll get to it so, when we do the Rivers of America show. But um, weren't there a, like water from various rivers of America poured into the river? Yeah the major the major rivers of America right. that was that was part of the original dedication. But a year later, they brought more water from the Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And this might be sacrilegious to some people, but I don't think our our audience is generally these people. Walt totally peed in the rivers of America, right? A hundred percent during construction. They right. all oh, did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Off off of off of the Mark Twain. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, if you own it, if it's yours, like yeah, you pee in it. Yeah. That's yeah. what you do. Yeah. If you own yeah. it, that's the t shirt. If you own it, you pee in it. That's right. <laughs> Print it up, Jason. That's right. <laughs> Now available on coveyears.com <laughs> forward slash. It's a yellow shirt. <laughs> forward slash yellow writing it. on it. <laughs> Sometimes a little red. No, just me. Oh, oh Sorry. no. You need to see a doctor about that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so, so go ahead. You have more. Right. Here, here's, here's the ending of, of the whole random facts. Here's the dedication. So Phil Donnelly, then the governor of Missouri. No, Donnelly. Okay. Donnelly. Yes. You would have totally gotten a point for that. (laughs) Man. I'm afraid to say you probably would. (laughs) (laughs) The, then the governor of Missouri wrote to Goodwin Knight, the governor of California, by the way, California had a governor named Goodwin Knight. Good night. um, And asked him to, Quote, take appropriate action which will cause Tom Sawyer Island in Disneyland, California to be deeded to the sovereign state of Missouri, the only true and rightful possessor of any and all Tom Sawyer Islands in the world. End quote. So there is no evidence this was ever done. So I'm holding in my hand a Walt Disney Studio Parks production of a tour of the Disneyland Resort where these two happy youngsters cast members with name badges are going around the resort. And it's like a pop-up video thing. And in the Walt Disney company produced promotional video for its theme parks, there is a pop-up that says Tom Sawyer's Island is officially annexed into the state of Missouri. And 13th caller, you can get this prize of your very own calling now. The prize is a brand new T-shirt. If you own it, you pee in it. (laughs) (laughs) 
it, and, see, like, and that's it. I don't like, know. Whatever font would imply if you can dream it, then you can do it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and the Walt font. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. <laughs> dream it. If you own <laughs> If you own it, because you can. Yes, you can. can. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so here's here's the the rub for me, um, and I didn't know that we would get to this place of. I guess we're tied, but for me, the fact that I can spend time on an island, whether it's themed to pirates or whatever, I can go and play and at some point sit in a rocking chair and play checkers. And then later that night, that very place that I was out frolicking, I could sit and watch a nighttime spectacular that changed nighttime spectaculars the way we know it is just astonish- astonishing to me. I think that that's so impactful for me but as a, as a is- park goer. Is that a phantasmic point? Is that a uh, Tom Sawyer's Island point? Is that a Rivers of America point? Mm. Who? Where does that go? That's a good question. I guess. I guess I would lean to phantasmic and why phantasmic is so cool because that island that I was just on came alive. Right. So I, I get your, yeah. As the person judging this episode, I I I think that that's that's the precedent. Is that? Right. I agree with that point. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so so here's where I'm stuck is that you, Jimmy, you mentioned something about the hidden gem aspect of it. Yeah. And what I keep coming back to is that in a lot of ways, in terms of like production value and whatever, and just kind of like letting it be what it was mm-hmm. at the magic kingdom, Tom Sawyer's Island. And I agree with you. The hidden gem element is really what's so appealing about the islands in general at the magic kingdom, they've kind of let it stay a hidden gem instead of Mm -hmm. it being like, Hey, and now there's pirates or whatever. And, and, but I don't know if that's positive or like, to me, that's positive. Right. Do they really advertise the whole pirates layer thing that they kind of do? I mean, it's, I know like it's in the, it's in the like maps and the guidebook and stuff. True. And they have, you know, Johnny Depp shows up every second Thursday to, you know, work off some, you know, community <laughs> oh service God, hours. That's not even, yeah. <laughs> I, and I guess there is a, there's, I mean, there's a, there's a little, that little flag, that pirate's layer flag sign. Mm-hmm. But is there anything, I'm, I'm struggling to remember at Disney World, is there anything at the Magic Kingdom that says Tom Sawyer's Island this way with like six misspellings in the word this? No, to me, I just, I, to me, it's just actually kind of hidden. Yeah. To you me, I to just keep it. coming back to the idea that at Dis- see now I'm flipped <laughs> on where I was before. <laughs> um, and it's like the whole like non-narrative free flowing, just exploring idea I think is mm-hmm. way more possible at magic kingdom. And there's, there's chances of actual like, being actually frightened, which is mm-hmm. not, it's rare, you know? Um, you know, here's what it is for me, Dan. And, yeah. and I did not think at all that we were going to be here. Neither That's why I. I didn't, I didn't prepare as much as right, right. I probably would have. <laughs> um, but I think it's a purity. There's a purity to that mm-hmm. island. Everything that Eric talked about, and I know you have more detail you didn't get to, Eric, but 
the everything that you'd mentioned about the origin of Tom Sawyer Island at Disneyland feels tainted now, but it still feels that there's that same Walt touched it quality to magic kingdom because it's just mm-hmm. so pure in its original intent and, and that, and that free flowing and just the freedom because there's only one way on and there's one way off. So you could quite literally get off that boat, say, see a kid's, and let them go play on the playground or go explore or whatever, which we've done. I do every and, day. Well, <laughs> defects cannot come twice, right? That's a law. Um, anyway, so the the point is that it's just, yeah, there's just something that feels pure about it. You've got that old blacksmith guy that's in his little thing, which again, it's kind of cheap because it's not, it's not a very good statue and it is a statue, but it's just but stuff. Sometimes that can, cheap is okay. You know, well, like nostalgia. Yeah. But, well, yeah. and Disneyland still has cheap statues. If you want to talk about non-animatronics, I mean, they've they have similar, you know, wax statues of of mm. figures. But yeah, I mean, Davy Crockett and Georgie Russell hanging out at Fort Wilderness, like those things are still around, but they're not all that exciting. I, I remember right. walking past them, going, "What's this?" <laughs> So yeah, because mean, largely these two islands accomplish the same thing, basically. Right. So, so really it boils down you know to. Th- I, sorry, I didn't mean, mean to step on you, but I think that this might be a case where the size of it just kind of inherently adds to the experience. Interesting. Explain. Cause there's more places to explore. There's more, mm-hmm. there's no more places to get lost. There's more, um, more caves that they can build because there's just more space. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it benefits from that so much mm-hmm. as, as opposed to like it just being like, well, of course it's bigger. It's like, there's actually more stuff. Like there's, there's, so- there's interesting effects in some of the, uh, of the caves that they, they have room to mess with like perception things like that one cave where you shrink, it looks like one person's shrinking the other person's growing. Mm, totally. You know, all that kind of stuff. It's, it's got like funhouse elements because it can, I think that's, that's purely a result of them using the space in a way that is very, very smart. And it, it totally adds to the experience. Is it fair to say though, that, that they're both basically the same because magic kingdom was just based on what Disneyland did and all the right. stuff that was there is still there. It's just now tarnished with IP. Is, right. Is and I think, in, I think, it, yeah. And I think in this case, it is Disneyland's fault. Wow. Wow. Oh. Holy cow. Stop the Wow. Prayer. A nail biter. Oh. Not only are we giving it a point for size, but it's on, <laughs> it is Disneyland's fault. Because they messed what? it okay, up. Now, now I'm going to go back to uh, there was it, has a man ever been fired from a cannon onto <laughs> time for Eric grasps at straws. Baby. It's all topsy turvy here at the Supreme Resort. Yeah, I think and, and I I don't know all of our listeners, obviously, but I suspect that even Disneyland loyalists would probably not disagree with this. Yeah, I'm no, having I, an interesting, I, I an interesting moment right now where, like, I remember Jeremy was feeling this great sense of like relief that he was finally able to like 
<laughs> to legitimately give Disneyland a win and feel good about it. Like, not only am I doing this for Disney World, but I am saying that size is helping and it's yeah. totally Disneyland's fault. <laughs> What's changed in your life, Dan? You have such more positive outlook on things. Well, you know, some relationships are best destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> uh there you have it so uh what's the verdict then huh well hold on hold on let me do this the right way <laughs> <laughs> disneyland's tom sawyer's pirate island tom lion's island place has eight points while the magic kingdom's tom sawyer's island has nine Nice. Making Tom Sawyer's Island at the Magic Kingdom the Supreme Island. And Whoa. I th- Very cool. I think what we've gotten to is that if I don't think anyone listening to this show at, you know, an hour and 40 minutes in, I don't think anyone has not been Wait. to the island. Uh, I think that you're certainly aware of it. Um, but. It's really cool, both places. And it, mm-hmm. it's, it's oh, yeah. totally like, and it's, I, I think what I'm saying is what I'm trying to get to is that like so many of us have said, and we even said in this show that like, well, it's something I'll do on a busy day. Mm-hmm. Well, try doing it on a not busy day. And it's so much cooler because it, it does have that sense of space and exploration and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and especially at the Magic Kingdom, go there. It's cool. Yeah, and for those of you who've not been to the Magic Kingdom or listening to this and are Disneyland fans and wish it could be the way it was, uh, go to Orlando. And yeah, by the way, much the way you it was. Can. You can. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well there you go. Um, so thank you for that, guys. Very well done, Eric. Thank you, and Dan. That was a lot of fun. Did a great job, obviously. Um, so yeah, I think that's it. You guys have anything else to add before I plug our other podcast? Um. Just, you know, mental health is important. <laughs> yes, 100%. Well said. Well said, Dan. Uh, and uh, we want to thank uh, Concierge again and, uh, of course, Ikea of Aikido of San Diego. Also want to remind you we have other shows on our network. That's Ears Up, Ears Up In-Depth, Banter, ba- Beskar, and Bantha Milk. We're looking at doing a little crossover show with Scraping the Vault and Banter, Beskar, and Bantha Milk, where we review, uh, what was that uh, with Wilford Brimley? And it was like <laughs> Ewok Adventure or something. Yeah, some yeah, Ewok thing. It was, yeah, the Endor movie. Yeah, it was made for yeah. TV movie, right? Yeah. Uh, evidently, it was nominated for an Emmy. Uh, anyway. So look for that in future. We have very annual pass holders, which we sort of did already in the beginning, first half of this <laughs> this thing. Um, so if you would like to get a hold of us, like uh, uh, WW Wow Whack Slow WC, that's a slow toilet for you Americans. Um, you can email us at Jimmy at earsup-podcast.com for anything that you want to add to Dan's mailbag of mail. Uh, email Dan, that's D-A-N, at earsup-podcast.com. If you want to reach out to Eric, that's ejohnson at concierge.com. Follow Jeremy at spectro underscore radio on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, check us out on our next episode. We will hear Terrence from Ears Up, and we will discuss the Tower of Terror.
The movie? Also known as Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Yes, Tower of Terror, the movie. That will be a very large part of the conversation. Spoilers ahead. <laughs> oh, yeah. Steve Gutenberg joint Tower of Terror featuring I'm- introducing one Miss. Oh, what the hell's her name? Uh, <laughs> Julie Steve Halle- Roberts. Halle Berry. Um, no, the, the little one. She was in the, the, the vampire movie with Tom Cruise. Kirsten uh, um, Dunst? Kirsten Dunst. Introducing Kirsten Dunst in Tower of Terror, filmed on location at the Tower of Terror in beautiful Disney's Hollywood Studios. Wow. So stay tuned for that. And until then, mental health is important. <laughs> be safe. Be good to each other. And thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your day. Bye, everybody. Say bye. Yeah, yeah. now talk about raccoons for a little bit because everybody likes raccoons. It's the best way to talk about uh, raccoon for dinner tonight. Oh, dinner. That sounds lovely. Mm -hmm. I really enjoy a raccoon dinner. Mm -hmm. I do too. Um, Zip. Okay, so that's our show.